Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with the chief medical correspondent for CNN and so much more than that, best selling author. His latest is excellent, and I'll, I'll tell you uh, from that firsthand. I bought two of them, one for myself and one for a friend who I know would love it. And I urge everyone to buy two. Buy one for yourself and buy one for a friend. And the name of the book is World War C, Lessons from the COVID-19 Pandemic and How to Prepare for the Next One. Dr. Sanjay Gupta is our very special guest. Thrilled to have him. Dr. Gupta, how are you? I'm doing well, Frank. What a pleasure. And thank you for thank you for buying the books. I really appreciate that. Yeah, well, it's it's excellent. I appreciate you uh, putting it out. I I appreciate your insight and, and foresight. Uh, you do say how to prepare for the next one, which assumes that we're we're going into a different type of world where we could expect to to see more of this. Can you explain that part? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think people don't always uh, realize that, you know, just as, as humans, we're living on a planet that's inhabited by all of these pathogens. And as our population grows and we're, you know, in- increasingly coming in contact with animals, these jumps of viruses and pathogens from animals to humans, they happen all the time. They were already happening all the time, but they're happening more frequently because of those things, because of this constant interplay between animals and humans. I think what what struck me and the reason that I really wanted to, to write the book was because when I talk to scientists all over the world and I talk to people who are who are disaster preparedness experts, they all came back with some version of the same message, which was that these pathogens, these new emerging pathogens, they're going to keep coming out. But the idea that they have to turn into a pandemic, that is not preordained. That is preventable to the point where, again, very uh, people who've been studying this for a long time said we can essentially become pandemic proof. We can live in a world, live in a country where even though these pathogens are out there, they don't have to do to us what they just did. And frankly, going back to 2004, um, there was a pandemic preparedness plan in this country, a a very sophisticated plan. George W. Bush uh, advocated for that many years ago. And it essentially, you know, for about 30 bucks per citizen, could have made us pandemic proof. What happened over the last 15, 16 years is, you know, what often happens is that we didn't really have a significant pandemic. And, you know, people start asking, do we need to keep spending the money on this? Do we need to keep investing in prevention? And the idea that came out of that was, look, we probably should stop thinking about this as a as sort of like a weather event, like a hurricane, you know, where you, nothing you can do about it. You just got to take cover and, and protect yourself. We should instead sort of think about this more like we think about national defense. Um, we not may not be in the middle of a, a war, but we always have to be thinking about the defense of the country. Uh, in this case, thinking about the defense of the world um, from a preventive standpoint and really investing in that. And if we do that, we can live with these pathogens and they don't have to cause the problems that we've seen over the last couple of years. Well, there's so much there to, to chew on, which is uh, which is wonderful. The book is, is fantastic. Uh, World War C, everyone, uh, it's a must-get. Uh, prior 
to, uh, you know, somewhere around March 18th is uh, of 2020 is where it became real for me. And, and I think that that was uh, the day that we heard that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson got it. And uh, on top of that, they canceled the NBA season. And then the next day, right. everyone followed suit. So for me, a lay person, a non-medical person, Dr. Gupta, uh, that's when it became real. And that's when it, it it, the unthinkable happened, and and we said to ourselves, the public said to ourselves, "Wow, we are in a pandemic." Prior to that, it was science fiction. Now it no longer is. And you bring up the great point about 2004. People are like, "Is this really going to happen? Is this ever going to happen?" But it's it is now real. It's now not unthinkable. It's it's uh, it's very well believable. And uh, you know, is is that basically how you see it from the medical world that the public just didn't believe? would happen until somewhere around that date i think so i think so you know i mean as a medical reporter you know we'd obviously been following it for a few months by that point you know even since the late 2019 you know when some reports started to come out from china about a strange pneumonia that was circulating it always raises my antenna but because that's that's what i do is is keep a, a close eye on these things but i remember exactly when you're talking about and it was a little it was a little wild because you know i had been so so fully immersed in covid by that point but i do remember when the nba season got suspended i started getting all these calls from friends of mine saying hey what's going on here yeah. what's up is this is this actually a thing you know this this coronavirus and you know i was thinking yes it's a thing i you know we've been talking about this for 3 months you know now and but it for whatever reason there there points in life where suddenly something becomes real. And I do think that the NBA um, suspending the season was a big one because it was sports. It was um, uh, obviously uh, a big thing in terms of, uh, it was a big decision for them to do that, and loss of revenue and all of that. And, they, and people said, well, if they're doing that, this must be serious. And I think that's when a lot of people started to actually look at what was happening and unfolding with a more serious eye. Is there anything that you and, and again, you've been on it from, from day one, and you've been on it uh, you know, better than anyone, in, in my opinion. Uh, is, is there anything that you, you. learned after r- writing the book uh, then that you really didn't know beforehand? Was this basically just putting uh, your thoughts to paper? No, I, you know, that, I learned a lot um, uh, while, while writing the book and, and things I didn't necessarily know beforehand. And I guess what, what I should, you know, you, you know certain things, but you don't always know the complete sort of story. For example, um, we always know that, you know, these types of epidemics or pandemics affect different countries differently. Um, but this pandemic really affected wealthy countries disproportionately compared to developing poorer countries. That was unusual. You just think a wealthy country. I mean, you got more resources, you got more things. The United States was actually listed as the number one most prepared country in the world for a pandemic prior to this pandemic. And arguably, we got hit the hardest. 4% of the world's population. At times, we had 25% of the world's cases of this disease. So, why? Why'd that happen, right? And so, part of it was that it happened at all. That was, I think, shocking for a lot of people but also the, the why of it. And, you know, as with most things, there's not a single reason. But I will say that one thing I think that hasn't gotten enough attention was our own, our own, uh, our own health, our own individual health as a country. 
I mean, you know, diseases of affluence, quote-unquote, uh, heart disease, diabetes, uh, obesity, uh, severe um, asthma, kidney disease, things like that are things that are more often seen in wealthier countries, countries that uh, where people uh, have a lot of these types of diseases. And they were also significant risk factors for COVID. So how do we... How do if if we are serious about this? How do we basically say that we we need to use this as a wake up call and and not just be spending four trillion dollars year after year on health care to take care of people after they've had their heart attack, after they've developed diabetes, after they've become obese? How do we make sure that if how can we spend just a percent of our health care budget making sure people have access to healthy food? I'm not saying things that people haven't said before, right? That's not novel in that regard. But I really think this has served as a significant wake-up call. And, and, you know, part of the book was to, to, to sort of say, okay, here's the wake-up call, now here's what we do about it, and get very specific. People tell me all the time, I want to boost my immunity. What does that mean? Do you know how to boost your immunity? Eat right, exercise? Yeah, of course, that's always part of the equation. But did you know that 80% of your immunity lives in your gut? It's the gut-associated lymphoid tissue. So how do, you, how do you improve your gut health, your microbiome, to improve your immunity? By the way, 80% of your serotonin, which is the feel-good hormone in your brain, also in your gut. Your mood is so related to your gut, sort of your second brain. So what does that mean going forward? I really wanted to give a prescriptive sort of way of looking at your life in the context of this pandemic, but I think it's optimistic. I think it, you, you read it and you say, hey, look, maybe I can actually do something about this and, uh, and feel empowered. You're 100%. It is optimistic. It's a great book. I've read it, and I'm recommending it to, uh, to so many others. We'll be talking about it as we let you go. Congratulations not only on the book but on, on all your body of work, uh, great success over the years. Dr. Gupta, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Great conversation. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, everyone, the name of the book is World War C, Lessons from the COVID-19 Pandemic and How to Prepare for the Next One. It is a great book, and I, you, can, you, you can just imagine what, what kind of book you'd get by just listening to this conversation. He brought up so many good points there. I, I wish I had more time with him. One of, the, one of the points was that we have to stop looking at it as like a weather event, you know, like a hurricane happening. And, you know, I've never really looked, looked at it uh, like that, but it, when he points it out, like maybe we did, you know, it's like, oh God, you know, what can we do about it? It's uh, it's God's will. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's an act of God. It's nature. You know, we can do something about it, and there are all types of things that all types of steps that we can we can make. And uh, this book is excellent. It re- really is is wonderful, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Look, regardless of where you stand politically, where you stand on CNN, where Dr. Sanjay Gupta knows what he's talking about. You, you, could, uh, you could hear it just in these, uh, in these words. Like I said, I wish I had more time. He's CNN's chief medical correspondent. He's probably the most trusted uh, health journalist in the world and absolutely thrilled to have him once again. The name of the book, and it's, it's great. Everybody get this book, please. World War C. Lessons from the COVID-19 pandemic and how to prepare for the next one. Frank McKay signing off. Sanjay Gupta, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.